1: Welcome to Fright
2: Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's scars,
3: got Mars.
4: They're coming to get you, Barbara.
3: Whatever you do, don't fall asleep.
4: We have
3: such sights to show you. They're all gonna laugh at you!
0: You're listening to the Jersey Cool Hey everybody, what's up?
4: Michael.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls, this time with special guest Matt Kelly.
3: Hey, I've got ice in my mouth.
0: <laughs> oh. Excellent timing. Just, just how we roll around here. Uh- consummate professionals.
3: (laughs) Um, Tonight, I am beyond fucking excited because these two movies by far were if if I had to do a Marissa sexual awakening episode, mom, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mom. Um, This would be it because these two movies like literally formed my idea of the perfect man, which probably explains a lot about my childhood and all the boys I dated. But
0: (laughs) that's true. Tonight, we're going to be talking about The Lost Boys and Fright Night. Fright
3: Night.
4: Now,
0: real quick, girl talk. You guys have okay, to yeah, yeah, I got it. okay so uh who who do you want to bite you is okay. it gonna be uh chris sarandon or Kiefer sutherland um let's just ed. say
3: um yeah it's brewster for real cool burnt down <laughs> um let's just say i'm not turning down any of them like in my wildest no, you, dream you gotta,
0: you gotta pick one fuck. you have to pick one is, is it, it
3: speed
4: two it, you want speed two
3: i can't it's like sophie's choice you I can't mean.
0: see i'm a i'm a Solid, solid Chris Sarandon. I want I want Jerry Dandridge all oh, up in I my think,
3: business. Oh no, I think Kiefer. Really? Oh, I, I don't. <laughs> poor choice. Yeah, but it's a poor <laughs> like choice. like most of my life, man. <laughs> no,
4: because, because none of the vampires in Lost Boys are sexy. They're all kind of <laughs> like assholes. You're, yeah. You're out of your mind.
3: I wouldn't turn down any of the Lost Boys.
4: No, Chris Sarandon like had moves. He was touching he butts. Was,
0: yeah, like, he, in was. The he was. touching He's like, butts. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Although, you know what, though? If I'm going Lost Boys and probably in the minority here, but I'll take Alex Winter over Kiefer Sutherland. <gasps> yeah. Even with that no, mullet? To... Give me the power mullet. Give me something to grab onto. The
4: best part is when they're hanging upside down in the cave and his right. crazy right. mullet is like <laughs> you realize like just how long it is and you're like oh man that being said from a
1: male perspective
0: <laughs>
1: star.
2: <laughs>
0: star. Oh, star oh dude oh no. yeah uh, i believe right now, what is this jamie gertz is so fucking hot dude, i would burn that chick away. my
3: lesbian crush on jamie gertz is to this day really strong between less than zero where i was like oh my god i want to be her to this movie. I would do such naughty things with Jamie. Curtis. Even
0: when she went like super suburban, short hair and twister, oh, still I'm yes. into no, it. I'm she can, she can
2: oh my god, the I know her. Oh.
3: I'm still into
0: it. Me too. There's oh, something about god. Jamie. Curtis. She's she's gorgeous. so fucking hot. Oh,
3: lesbian where's that phone sex her. voice now?
0: There we go. Yeah, I'm gonna call Jamie. Buddy. I'm calling Jamie.
3: Call me. Hello. <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay. F Mary Kill. Right. Brewster. J- Jerry. Jerry. And Ed
4: um, oh, that's, not even that's not fair! Don't throw Ed in there. He's such a weirdo. No, like, no, I
3: like evil. Everyone's Ed. gonna shoot Ed. No, I would f him. Shoot Brewster's fucking obnoxious
4: to me. Oh no, sorry, evil Ed's going.
0: Yeah, no, I I'm, I'm killing. I'm no. killing evil Ed. No
3: way. You marry
1: Jerry. Marry and Jerry. You have sex with,
3: with, with Absol- Brewster. No, 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 Brewster. no. Brewster's gross. I kill him. Fuck. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're supposed to be cutting back on the curse i know yeah. f oh, worse. wait okay okay our fuck Mary kill okay we have dandridge jerry dandridge mm-hmm. Eva ed mm-hmm. and peter vincent <laughs> oh,
3: peter vincent i marry him all day because we'll sit around and watch our movies and it'll be that's wonderful. true well, that's mean? true
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna so we're going peter vincent Mary. Well, I'm going to marry
3: Peter Vincent. Jerry F, is, Jerry. Yeah, no,
0: F. Jerry. Yeah. As, long, this, as, long, yeah. <laughs> as long as there is some sort of sexual relationship with Jerry Dandert. Because
3: if I'm going to spend the rest of my life with somebody, Peter Vincent and I will just hang out. We'll hang out. We'll watch movies. We'll like we vampires. We'll have a good time.
1: You will have a good time. I, so I know we're not going to talk about the remake here. I will say, I think <laughs> the casting of McLovin as Evil Ed <laughs> was... made that character a thousand times more bearable than I, he is. Oh, After Connie's... I watched, because at first I was like, Evil Ed's the shit I love Evil Ed and then I saw the remake I'm like that was really good but it wasn't as good as the original let me watch that and I'm like man Evil Ed is,
3: Evil is really so annoying <laughs> Evil he's, real he's, cool booster yeah
4: he's out of control but I kind of love it yeah I kind of love I how too. obnoxious he is because I'm like you're not a real person but I love it
0: <laughs> I had never I've never seen the remake of Fright Night I know nothing about the remake of Fright Night oh, like will, absolutely Mark. nothing the remake
1: of Fright Night I will, I will say the remake of Fright Night is very smart in Mm -hmm. how it handles things. And it did something that I've never thought of before, which is that they set the vampires, they set the movie in Las Vegas, and it highlights that Las Vegas is a great hiding spot for a vampire because everyone's out at night, and if you were to disappear, no one would think anything of it. Uh, (laughs) True story. (laughs) Like, that's brilliant.
0: Dracula 2000. They (laughs) did it with New Orleans.
4: They did. Jesus,
1: Dracula
0: (laughs) 2000.
4: (laughs)
1: Fright Night uh, the
0: Judas Remake Judas Yeah, Judas 2000 <laughs> <laughs> No um but the with the remake like I said I know nothing about yeah. it I didn't look into it but when I was just doing a little bit of quick like IMDb stuff for this episode I happened to catch a couple things about the remake of Fright Night and I had no idea that David Tennant was in Fright Night yeah, he's remake Yeah, Peter Vincent. Yeah, no I didn't know that and then I'm like and oh and well, let me go Yelchin to YouTube
1: is, is- uh, yeah. It's
0: a good cat. Yeah, it's a real So I go to YouTube and the first thing I see, I, I just put in, you know, David Tennant, Fright Night, is him topless in leather pants. See, what you might not know about me <laughs> is he holds three of my five freebie spots. <laughs> I, I want to do the worst worst
1: then you really, dirtiest you, things you really david do need, it might be the first you, time you watch a remake of I a franchise it. that you care very much about where you're like i'm going into this with an open mind because i'm going to see some topless david Tennant."
3: <laughs> i like his take on peter yeah. i like everything about the remake it's, of I
1: all in all it's a pretty good pretty good remake and it's I'm, not as
4: good as the original i'm not gonna say anything good about that because it's really? the one time i watched it i remember it's like eh. Yeah. And then, and then oh, never, never went back. I never, ever went back. I
3: went in thinking there were, I was gonna hate it with every fiber of my being, and I was like, Meh, I like that. Yeah. yeah, like it was like fun. I didn't
4: hate it. Yeah, but I didn't really like it, it either.
1: Was I was like, oh, okay. 3D, and it was actually a pretty cool experience in three D. Wow. Because that's the weird. dust would like when the ghosts would when the vampires would explode, it would like come right into your face. Oh, I like, really oh, that's cool. fun.
4: <laughs> but I mean. Well, I, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but uh, <laughs> but I feel like the original Fright Night is so is so good and so you know, so, so well put together. Like everything fits perfectly. There's not any like dead weight in that movie. In Fright Night, I, the yeah. I would no the original. No, oh. I would
1: rank the original Fright Night like right there with American Werewolf and uh, Evil Dead Two as like a movie that has the horror comedy balance like. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's a. I think it's genuinely a flawless and underappreciated. Genuinely movie. scary. Genuinely yeah. funny. Uh, yeah.
3: Love
0: everything about that movie. It's so good. But first, we're going to talk about Lost,
3: Lost Boy. Boys. Oh,
0: yeah, I guess because so. okay. I know we. we, we let's okay. talk about that one first. So
4: if we have to, we
0: do have to, and we have to kick this movie off with some damn sexy power mullets, a really kind of kooky grandpa that I think we would all want to be our grandpa. Oh, true story. And a totally greased up saxophone player. Yes. <laughs>
3: in fact everybody in this movie is greased up and i'm into it i saw including, this including grandpa i saw
4: this movie so long ago that i didn't know that grandpa was growing weed outside of the kitchen <laughs> i didn't know what that was and they're doing like little like all faces and i'm like i don't know what that means i don't know what you're pointing <laughs> at or referring to i'm an innocent child
1: this was a constant birthday sleepover movie oh. like When I would have, because my birthday's in October, so when I was a kid, I would always do like a horror movie slumber party in junior high for like three years. And I think this played all three years because we just, it, I I don't think I like it as much as an adult, but I still can't, I can't complain about how much 13 to 16 year old Matt Kelly loved the shit out of this movie.
3: If I had friends as a kid I would have shown this every, also, I had every sleepover too because it was fucking it, I loved this movie as a kid. Like
4: every day. No, I watch weird stuff like Killer Clans from Outer Space I and love Critters. I love that movie too. And Critters and Ghoulies too all the time. Like that's what we watch. We always wanted to watch those movies. I
1: appreciate that you named Ghoulies too, which is far superior to Ghoulies. Oh, I didn't see I didn't
4: see the original Ghoulies <laughs> until a few years ago. It's slow and boring. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> but
1: Ghoulies Ghoulies Two I've watched Hundreds of times. It's great. It's at a circus. I'm okay with mm-hmm. most movies that take place at the circus.
3: <laughs> me too. Richard <laughs> Gilmore Forever is all I'm gonna say about Lost oh, Boys. Like no. I would
0: join his tribe
3: any day. Edward Herman well, is the
0: best. That's the one thing I really <laughs> like about it. Like so skipping all the way to the end, because Yeah, because if you're not know the yeah. plot of the
3: Lost Boys, like press pause like, and go watch I would be like,
0: you know, yeah, okay, they're vampires and they're gonna kill people, but like Richard Gilmore, like, he just wanted, like, a mom for his boys. He just wanted a family. He wanted to, like, do the whole Brady Bunch gig. But, you know, you're, like, the undead.
4: You (laughs) guys are so lame because that is such a bullshit cop-out ending. Did you guys ever hear what the
1: original (laughs) plan was because they were supposed to do a Lost Boys It was, like, the,
3: yeah, that they were supposed to have David, like, right? Like, it was supposed to be. So
1: what was supposed to happen, and they eventually put it out as a comic book because they were never going to make this movie because the cast had gotten too old. (laughs) <laughs> but it was going to be revealed that he wasn't the head vampire. The head vampire was the widow that the grandfather was yeah, hanging out the,
4: with. The widow that he kept going yeah. to see. Oh and no, I, I read was, up about that yeah, a little bit he today. Was,
1: he was a vampire at the end of the movie, like. But he was kind of in the same spot that Michael was, where he hadn't drank blood yet. So he was half vampire.
4: I hate the whole ending of this movie yeah. because everything just gets dropped on you in the last five minutes. It's like over by. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it like a, oh, it's a rush job. Oh, it's
1: a rush job. Until you're like, oh, there was more planned for like another movie. That's but, fine.
4: Yeah. I'm just speaking within the context of yeah. the movie. Like all this stuff happens, and it's like, oh wait, we didn't do it. And then he's like, hey, guess what? From before, that that was that was just a fake out, just so you wouldn't. Suspect oh, me I, at the end. I, I and then it. they immediately kill him, and grandpa's like, I hate all the damn vampires I mean, credits. And I'm line. like, what the hell
3: just happened? How do you hate, do you hate, hate that, that line? Name? Because
4: because it's unearned. Sorry. It's unearned. <laughs> no,
3: it's not. The I see, taking it as my presumption at, at the ending is that he's always been dealing with vampire shit, so he's so not shocked. I love I love that line. I think that line makes like There is absolutely
4: no reference to that. So in the rest of the movie like, because you brilliant. can't just like you can't just like I wrote grandpa ex machina at the end (laughs) just because it's like uh we need a way to have this like end because they're all trapped in here with the actual head vampire i think it
3: makes sense like they build up santa cruz to be like on the back of the billboard at the beginning when it's like like they build up this place as a place where there's always been a hotbed of activity and it makes sense that people who live there their whole lives would
4: I don't yeah. have I don't have a problem with grandpa being a vampire fighter yeah. or whatever. Just give me something so that it makes sense within the context. Don't just drop it on me in the last thirty I seconds of the see. movie. And
1: I think <laughs> I, I always thought the reverse where I thought that the grandpa line to me is just kind of it doesn't make sense from a logical standpoint of like why didn't he warn them? But it definitely makes sense <laughs> in the in the sense of all of the other quirky, weird, dumb shit that grandpa mm-hmm. says throughout the movie, like and he talks about his TV guides and he's yeah. like oh you have a TV guide no, you don't you need to read- watch the
4: shows <laughs> I got the TV guide yeah, yeah like
3: that's just him. Like he, or him it. Like, him trying they they to drive the car, beautiful.
1: he's like, "We're gonna go into town," and they get like a foot out of the driver's.
4: That's about That's, as close to town as yeah. I like
3: to go. Like, did yeah, mean, they build him up so beautifully? I love that character. I really with his taxidermy and all that shit. I fucking
4: love. <laughs> like it. I said, I don't have a problem with him being a vampire hunter. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just like you can't just like say this is a dumb old man, dumb old man, dumb old man, and have him show up he in the last ten seconds it. of the movie just to do a one liner and have it end. I'm like, I'm not. A, I don't like it cuz I mean, the entire being a
1: dumb old man. He was too dumb to realize, "Oh, I should probably warn them about the vampire." thing
4: <laughs> No, because the whole movie is played so straight and so serious all the whole time. It's not fun until like the it's last so half an fun hour. All no, the time. not until like that last half an hour.
3: He's like in the it's fun all the whole movie's fun.
4: I mean, you got Corey Haim singing I
3: a I got mad <laughs> Thank you, I love that
1: scene. I love him singing in the
3: past. And I love like I love like, I don't know, I think it's it's cheek. It's tongue-in-cheek in (laughs) in many spots. The Frog Brothers are like
1: I have such a love I realize this now for scenes where people are singing in horror movies because I love that I love in I think it's Friday 13th part 5 where he's singing in the porter party where he's just like
3: hey baby like, I, love, I like, love because you know what I am that person in real life who would get killed while I'm singing on like the crapper or something like that like I sing all like Matt makes fun of me all the time because like he'll come in and I'll like have a brownie and I'll be like every time you go like I will sing love songs to my food all the time and like Like, legit. Like, I feel like I'd be that character that gets killed while I'm singing a fucking song. Like, an embarrassing song, too. Like, I swear. Like, we were testing the mics before, and I was like, and I swear. And she was like, why out of every song in the universe did you pick I swear to sing into the microphone?
1: When I was at Comic-Con, I listened to Save the the Best for Last every day. Because it was stuck in my head for some reason. Of the two vampire movies we're talking about, I think this one doesn't hold up as well as the other one. To, to my and it might also be that I saw Fright Night so much later that it's still a very fresh movie in my head where like I've got 15 years of comparing the times I've watched Lost Boys I still like it and I get excited when I watch it it's always like one of those films that I make sure to watch in October but I feel like every time I watch it, my attention to it gets, like, harder and harder to hold on to because I'm just, like, waiting for key moments to happen. Yeah, like, like,
4: like there's moments in the movie that I love. Like, how did they get so much holy water to fill that <laughs> bathtub up? <laughs> they were doing it in the middle of church services and stuff. They were taking that holy water. Well, here's
1: the question. Do you need the entire yeah, the tub ratio? or do you just have right, to pour that's... a little bit
4: of it and it makes the rest of it holy? Good point. Good point. I, I, I don't think it works like that. <laughs> I think it's diluted. I think it's solid. No, but it's just I don't know. So much of the movie was just about teen angst, and like like it was it was it seemed like it was leading up to like being about like runaways and like kids that are like having problems with like drugs and stuff like that. And it was like allusions to that. And then all of a sudden, like people there's like blood geysers coming out of toilets and stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is what I'm into. (laughs) Came
3: out the toilet.
4: Oh, when they when they put when they throw the dude in the bathtub full of holy water, it makes.
3: Blood starts shooting out of oh, every okay, single faucet right, right, in the right. house. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Um, i tell you who I could take or leave in that movie. That little Laddie guy.
4: Yeah. Oh, like, Laddie.
3: Somebody should have killed him. Because <laughs> really...
4: <laughs> he is a real pain in this
1: film. He
3: is. He's just a fucking Debbie Downer. Right? I don't
4: remember him doing anything except being depressing because it's like oh this little kid's a vampire and he just like
1: <laughs> starts fucking up shit by turning into a vampire at the worst possible time <laughs> really yeah but does. he doesn't do anything
4: he's like i'm a vampire and then she just holds him like
1: yeah she's we like, gotta do it's something like
3: when you're like your little cousin would try to hit you and you just hold them at arm's length. that's what she did to him like that <laughs> movie is perfect she's just like stop it there,
1: um, are, there are lines in this movie though that i still think are some of the best like comedic lines Me too. i love i think it's Corey feldman's line where he goes uh, they surprised us. How they opened their eyes
4: and talked. <laughs> 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 There's, there should be more Corey Feldman in this movie, yeah. even with this dumb, like, I'm not going through puberty voice. Or, like,
3: when, when he's like, wait till I tell mom that. The cracks we have every time, too. When he's, like, flying outside his window and he's like, you're a vampire. Wait till I tell mom that. I hate
4: why? that. I hate it. because Oh, it my seems, God,
3: it's so funny. Because
4: it's, it's, it doesn't make sense within, like, the, the themes of the movie at that point. Like, it just seems like, I don't know. Like, why would he react like that? It seemed really weird for him to be, like, not scared. And be like, I'm going to tell mom you're a vampire. Like, I don't know.
3: Oh, that's what I would have done to my brother when we were little. If he, like, <laughs> flew by my window as a vampire, I'd be like, Oh, you're screwed. Mom's going to kick your ass. Like, yeah, straight up. <laughs> like, for Really? Real. Totally. Yeah. I would have been way more excited about the idea of him getting in trouble than him being a vampire. That would be my second thought. I think
4: Marissa is a liar. And she's trying to build <laughs> up the Lost Boys. <laughs> Maybe. And she's like, no, I don't like it. No, Stop I criticizing, like Nate.
3: I love this movie, and I know it's pure nostalgia, and I know it's because I was a kid who grew up loving this movie, but I don't care. I'll, it's I'll,
4: okay. I'm, I sat there and raved about hill? critters like, <laughs> for, like, an hour. The side
1: is, like, flaws and all. I still would say, like, it's top five vampire movies for me. I, don't, I think um, that it's a fun... Me too. It's a good, fun vampire movie. I also don't like most serious vampire movies, except for, like, Interview with the Vampire and Martin. But... I, I feel like Martin. I feel like
4: Salem's Lot would be a good vampire movie if they ever like actually took a serious try at doing Salem's yeah, Lot. They gave but, like a real attempt. Yeah, <laughs> if someone actually tried to make what that book is, because that book is like dark and crazy, and it does all the best vampire tropes, and then subverts a lot of that stuff too, and then it's just a bloodbath at the end. Like it, <laughs> it would be so good if they made an actual attempt, but no one's doing that, so.
3: You get stranded on a deserted island. You have to bring either Haim or Feldman. Which one do you bring and why? Go.
1: Feldman, he's still alive. No. <laughs> 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 Too soon, Matt.
3: Too soon. <laughs> ah. No, like, the, I'm talking like 80s Corey Feldman or Corey Haim. I
4: would Feldman. bring Feldman because he's mouth. Yeah. And Corey Haim is a nobody. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm going Feldman. Yeah, Fel- Feldster all the way.
4: He's, Plus he probably has Coke. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Coca-Cola?
1: <laughs> yes, that's what I meant. He, uh, I Coca-Cola. Think both, trust me, both of them probably have. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But Feldman, I feel like... Feldman's so Feldman weird. was in a lot more survivalist situations like Goonies in this, whereas Hayden True. was like just True. driving cars and switching bodies with old men. So, like, one of yeah, them's going to help I think, me a yeah. lot more on a desert island, I
3: think. I loved Corey Feldman as a kid until he went through his Michael Jackson phase. I got a little creeped out and I confused by it. But, yeah, i go Feldman, too,
1: Feldman fought gremlins yep he yeah. fought pirates yep. and gangsters and, yeah, in and all in one <laughs> <Like, laughs>
3: and spoke and vampires
4: now Feldman is definitely deeply rooted into my childhood like <laughs> yeah um I think I me saw too. License to Drive like once so that's like all Corey Haim gets from me that in this movie License to Drive and Lost Boys is all Corey Haim gets for me. Yeah. I can't th- even think of anything else yeah, that he's I, been in.
1: I feel like he was in something else where I was like, oh shit, Corey Haim is in this. Yeah, yeah but
4: I'm not like into checking. it. But I'm, hmm. I'm not into yeah. it. I was, I was never one for the Corries.
3: That's yeah. crazy. That's, I, I, I just
4: had that thought. I feel like this movie was only made because they had, Richard Donner. Yeah, so they the had, they had Richard Donner. They had Richard Donner. And they wanted to <laughs> cash in on that Corey, that Corey money before they got old and Please, gangly Corey, and weird. This, this,
0: the this was movie? the first Corey's movie. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
4: Okay. Well, I rescind that comment. Um, just
1: I notice I'm looking at his <laughs> at his IMDb page. It looks like Corey Haim was the star of a movie that I didn't even know existed. Uh, the reverse version of Just One of the Guys called Just One of the Girls, where Get he out. poses as a girl.
3: Guys, I, I'm gonna need two hours. Let's let's <laughs> have a
0: qu- That movie is your jam. <laughs> Holy shit! You love just one of the guys. I love just one, just I one of the guys. Like, just I, <laughs> I, I remember <laughs> continually watching just one of the guys in college. I, I would had a never
1: friend who said just <laughs> screenplay about how it has the greatest boobs. It does have on. a it's really like good thing amazing. I think that's
3: it. what it was for me. It Was boob envy? Like yeah. I was like, yeah. damn, those are flawless boobs.
4: Is that is that Justine Bateman?
3: No, No. it's not Justine Bateman. No, she's adorbs the chick from that though. I don't know who it is, but she looks like her with short hair though. So Feldman has fallen. I feel so bad. Like remember when he did the like music video? Oh, oh let's was, not like, talk about that. in my skin, I felt so bad because I secretly want them to be okay. I like know. I know they no, won't be. Not, I know one I, of them's dead. But I just, I secretly just want them to be okay.
4: This is why you don't make teen magazines focused on like fourteen-year-old kids. And, well, like, I
3: wouldn't have had anything to put on my walls as a child if they did. Well, so. you're
4: part of the problem, Marissa. If you if you want to talk about like <laughs> well, how I, messed up Corey Feldman be. is, it's partly your fault. Because you bought into the Corey mania.
3: I did. I did. And I stand by my choices. Well, this is, this
4: is what happens. This is <laughs> what happens. Don't blame me
3: for Corey's death. Or the other Corey making creepy it's all, videos. It's, it's all, all 100% fault.
4: your fault. 100%. 110%. <laughs> 110%. Whatever. I'll wear that.
0: <laughs> I'll wear that cross. So I'm going to do a Marissa fun fact that I learned about this movie. Yay. One of its stars, Jason Patrick, is the son of Jason Miller who was in The Exorcist, one of my favorite movies. Huh. Yeah. Jason <clears throat>
4: Patrick was also in Speed, too. Oh, was wait? he? Right. Hold on a second. I believe so. Yes, that's correct. I so believe the right. first I, I believe dark. first one was Keanu, and second one was King Jason Bob Patrick. Patrick.
3: Speed on gosh. a boat. Speed on a boat? With Jason I don't Patrick. think I've seen Speed on a boat. Because the
1: kid in Near Dark, the little boy in mm-hmm. Near Dark.
3: No, that's a little boy um, I can get behind.
1: Who, his dad is the priest in The Exorcist that dies. The old priest or the, the young old, priest? Uh, I believe it. I can't remember. But he's the, <laughs> <laughs> he's the priest in well The Exorcist who dies. And then he grew up to become a screenplay writer. And he wrote Final Girls. The movie that came <gasps> out like two or three years ago. Shut and the- on the commentary, he talks about how the fact that his dad died when he was really young. And that's why the storyline's about a little girl whose mom dies in the only film that she has to remember her by is a film in which she dies in it. Because it's how he felt as a kid, because the only movie he had of his dad was The Exorcist. That's got to be
0: Jason Patrick's brother then, because Jason (laughs) Miller... Oh my god, my mind is literally exploding. Okay, well then, you know what, then that might have been... That son might have been the one that he almost died. Yeah. He uh, He got hit by a motorcyclist, and he almost died. And actually, The Exorcist had to stop filming for a while... So, um, Jason Miller could go be with his family while his son, like, he was like 50 50 chance, yeah. may or may not die. Well, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. I didn't know weird that. weird oh, vamp, yeah. vampiristic <laughs> exorcist <laughs> concentric circles.
3: Yeah. And, you know, that Final Girls, I liked that movie a lot, actually. Yeah. I, I thought, thought Final Girls
1: was a very well named movie. It
3: was. I enjoyed And it. it's a
1: PG 13 horror film that doesn't feel like a PG 13 horror film at True all. True
3: story. Yeah. It's a good movie if you guys haven't seen it. Definitely
4: I don't check think it out. I have. Final Girls. There's a couple movies There's that Final have a Girl. very similar yeah. title. Yeah. So, I'm may or may not have seen it. Final
1: Girls is the one where they get trapped inside of an 80s slasher film. I have seen yeah. that, yes. <laughs>
4: I saw another one that was like Final Girl or something. It was terrible. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah, it's like a
1: girl in the woods or something. Like it's like a survivalist. Yeah, it's girl. terrible. No, I I heard it's terrible. terrible. I oh, yeah. Because
4: I, I thought it was the, the other was one. But right. then I ended up not really liking either one of them that much.
0: Do we, do we have anything else about the Lost Boys before we move on to Fright Uh Night?
4: Yes, I like that the puppy is named after Nanook of the North. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the puppy saves the day.
4: Yeah, the puppy. If, if it wasn't for the it's puppy. It's the first documentary, Nanook of the North.
0: If it wasn't for the puppy, that one vampire wouldn't have gone into the bathtub full of holy water and turned into Man. He's he, a like, villain.
4: drop kicked him into there. It was yeah. great.
0: Also, I love Diane Diana Weist. So. Why does she always look
4: like she's 40?
3: No, I love
0: her. <laughs> but I love she does. That, I can not think she, of a young movie. Yeah. What, how many movies do you know like, where Angela she looks Angela like footloose. Person, was but never <laughs> young? Footloose. She looks young and footloose.
3: No, she still looks 40. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um I guess the other thing I throw out there is I always forget how like I always remember the guy going in the tub and all the blood from there. I always forget how graphic the death by stereo kill is as well it's where so like good. the hands yes. and the head's explode.
4: And that's another why, funny line. That's why I like the last like 20 30 minutes is when like the jokes start really ramping up and <laughs> starts getting really ridiculously violent with the kills and stuff. I feel
1: like death by stereo is a weird one though cuz like <laughs> I, every time I watch I'm like isn't really a joke, he just literally said what happened. It's not like it's a reference to a popular catchphrase or
3: something. <laughs> oh my god, you guys, the guy who played the saxophonist is Tina Turner's real life saxophonist. She
0: doesn't look 40, <laughs> yes, yeah, she does. No, she doesn't, yes, yeah, she wow. does. Jackie <laughs> like
3: 35,
4: baby Jack, but she looks Taggy. old. She's always looked yeah. very she's old, she's
3: always played. And I can't believe that guy's a real saxophone she's player. Got grandma,
4: she's got grandma <laughs> face. Why would you hire a fake saxophone? Grandma face.
2: Why
3: you would have grandma face. Dude, I would totally. If I were making a movie, I'd be like, here, hold this and just go like this a little bit. Like, why would you actually spend money on a real saxophone?
4: Probably because he was in town.
1: They're like, hey. Of,
3: we're going to have a lot of disputes about financials, <laughs> I can see. Um, uh,
1: according to Lost Boy, according to IMDb,
4: because I was just curious. His character
1: is listed in the credits as beach concert star.
4: Oh, he is a star. Did you want to bring up um, Corey Haim's Rob Lowe poster, shirtless Rob Lowe poster on his closet? I
3: think it's he's very gay. That character is great. Like, no, I mean... I just always assumed Corey Haynes' character in this film was gay. I mean,
4: I don't see any other reason why you would have that poster. A Lowe, poster. We'll a is a very gay poster. Cuz be singing a song that's lyrics are I ain't got a man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's one thing, but like having like his shirtless Rob Lowe in your room so you can look at it all the time I is think, a completely different thing. I
1: think Crack.com when they did their list of like the top five gayest horror movies ranked this number two oh, God, just yeah. below Nightmare on the Street, Street Part two.
3: 2. Oh, this movie's so gay. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like the playground Girl, Marvel.
1: Yeah, probably.
3: <laughs> and that's why I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's only two women in this movie, that's,
3: and they're both well.
1: Yeah, that's so true.
3: <laughs> that's weird. One nice. of them's
4: adorbs There's there's two female characters, and I take either one. Just I mean, throwing out there. <laughs> All other females are merely alluded to. Yeah. They're like
1: chased by something. In the, yeah. They're chased by a camera in the sky. Yeah. And it's about the it. That's right. Or they get attacked by a, oh, a round of fire while listening to Run DMC. That's what they
3: get. <laughs> that's right. Evan. That's so such a random. Oh, I love everything about this movie. I don't care what anybody says. I love I it. I love it. It's a good, no, good like soundtrack.
1: It's a, a fun one. But it's up. no. It's no. Right. Night. night. Yeah.
0: Right. Night. Oh, Chris. Right. so much so just giant lady boner the entire time i watched this movie that's fair yeah both of these movies for me i know i'm gonna say i think we've talked about it before i don't think he has aged poorly no No. No. he's
4: a handsome older gentleman very handsome man all right i won't ruin that i think
0: this came out this was 85 right this was 1985 yeah uh
1: so i think if i'm not Incorrect. I want to check a date. I might be wrong, actually. And
0: also, something I never I realized know. in watching it, and I just because when I, I watched the movie on my phone the other night, this movie is almost two hours long, and I feel like that's really long well, that for, uh, like... That flies by, though. You it does, but it. I feel like, I don't know, for some reason that just, like, feels long for, like... good old-fashioned 80s horror movie like i'm used to like that quick like 85 90 minute and boom you're out this one was i think an hour and 50 minutes Mm,
4: it wasn't that long it was in the hour it was like an hour and 45 something like that and lost boys was an hour and 40 minutes so it kind of goes out the window there yeah Yeah.
3: so one thing first of all i love friday i'm gonna throw that out there but my one big gripe is how not like how long it takes peter vinson to actually become like heroic because I always likened him to Cool Ghoul Zachary because I grew up obsessed with the Cool Ghoul. And like I feel like John Zachary would have totally just rocked... like Came in and fought vampires with me and never once questioned the whole thing. Like See, It bummed me out, I, that character I like the
1: idea because... I- <laughs> Because I feel like it makes sense. It's like... I keep thinking of... When I think of him, I think of the guy dressed like Grandpa from The Monsters (laughs) in Gremlins 2. Yeah. Where it's like, it's just this dude who's just doing a job. Yeah. Like, he's just And he's, he's like, down on his luck. He just got fired. He's getting
0: evicted from his apartment. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably dealt with,
1: like... Like... I I would liken this to like the anti Art Bell. Like you know how like Art Bell was like this radio (laughs) DJ that was like, Call me and tell me about the alien you slept with and I'll listen to it for four hours and buy every word. He's like most of those people are not that. Most of those people are like, Hey this chick said she slept with an alien, let's see how long we can talk to her before she hangs up the phone on us. So this guy's probably been dealing with, like, weird, like, hyper fans. He's like, yeah, sure, I'm sure you've seen a, a vampire. That's great. Like, yeah, exactly. Like,
3: <laughs> I just no. grew up idolizing these people. Like, the the so it, like, broke my heart that he, like, let them down at first. You know what I mean? Like, I but know, I love it. 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 I and
4: love he it. runs away, too. <laughs> yeah. When he gets into the house at the end and, he's, and crosses the crosses doesn't work, he's like, bye. <laughs> <You> <laughs> runs back next there. door. But <laughs> he's not completely, unless he goes to get the kid? he's like, yo, your kid's in trouble. Yeah. Come help me. <laughs> like... Yeah. And then he has to fight Eve L. I I
1: think he's the most realistic person in yeah. this movie, actually, as far as his actions are.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I always, when I was a kid, I never realized what a creeper Brewster was. Because, like, yeah. you're a fucking, like, stop trying to get in Marcy Darcy's pants and super down <laughs> She will always be Marcy Darcy. Um, because, like, I, I don't think I ever got that as much as a kid. Like, I always just thought it was normative, because I grew up watching yeah. movies like Porky's. But, like, I was like, he's a creeper. Like, God. Yeah. Stop it with the peer pressure already, guy! I, th- I mean, there's only that Jesus. one scene at the
4: beginning, and as soon as he notices the horror movie, he's like, "Huh," <laughs>
1: which again—that's
3: that's fair. I that's... think
4: it's a very accurate depiction.
1: Of yeah, I most think it's guy. Is much... at about sixteen? It, it, like, is 15, like, 16? I want to get laid. Wait, Peter Vincent on
4: TV. Wait, there's what? <laughs> yeah, like that was totally me at fifteen, sixteen. No, Probably when, me at like twenty.
3: You guys had a pair of boobs in front of you. You weren't about to turn around and watch Peter Vincent.
4: Um.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, like that I you believe that, that at 16 I had a pair of boobs in front yeah, of Yeah, I agree. I agree. They're the only pair of boobs I was seeing were what was on the horror movie that I was watching on TV. I
3: mean, to this <laughs> day, if, to be fair, if a horror movie comes out, I'm like, wait. What? I mean, that's <laughs> so.
4: That's so it's Marcy Darcy. <laughs> Who if you've ever seen Mary with Children <laughs> she's already been <laughs> completely she's not that cute? Either. She's been completely I mean, if she had any sex appeal when this movie came out, oh, Mary with Children goodness. completely ruined any of that.
0: I oh, know, I thought she was hot when she turned into like the long like the long red headed vampire.
4: Did they give her like prosthetic boobies at the yes, end? Yes, they did.
0: Yeah, I read that she apparently brought them to a convention once and was like showing them off while she was like signing autographs and stuff. Did she wear them? Uh, probably. Probably was just like, hey, look at these fake boobs that I had to wear one time. So, so can we it.
1: talk about <laughs> the unfortunate career of the actor who played Evil Ed? Because oh, no. he has a rough one here. So, <laughs> he, <laughs> he did like Fright Night and Heaven Help Us, and and then he popped up in like 6, 7, or uh, nine, nine, seven, six yeah. Evil. Oh, okay. And I thought I knew him from something from else. From yeah, 19, where? well, maybe it's from this. <laughs> no,
4: Oh Could my have,
1: god. Um, from 93 until like the mid to He's late 2000s. Star. He was a gay porn star.
3: In in titles such as Butt Blazer and Buffin and Gay and
1: Halfway House Hunks.
3: Oh, evil semen Ed. training day. <laughs> Transsexual <laughs> prostitutes part 2.
1: Yeah. He didn't hey. make it for part 1, but Aww.
3: No, he uh, was in both. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like crotch rockets <laughs> it's a classic no I'm just kidding i've never seen it yeah like
1: i i remember wondering one day i was like i
3: wonder what evil ed's
1: been up to and i like checked his imdb oh, and i was like oh no.
3: no and you know what i don't think the one called hole in a wall is artsy i think it's literal <laughs> hole in the wall you guys
1: but he then he started doing movies again like there was like a resurgence in the in the leader nothing popular but people have been getting him for like low budget horror films he was in a movie called sick girl uh that my friend leslie is in which is just an That's okay movie, cool. sorry Leslie. But it's it was like his first like non porn film in like a decade and a half.
3: Dude, as if I couldn't feel any worse about Evil Ed as like this kid who gets bullied and yeah. is like, Oh god, it breaks my and then he did a poor hand job. Maybe he liked it. I shouldn't judge yeah, porn.
1: Yeah, maybe this was yeah. what he wanted to do all along. I mean, but he, he was in... Um,
3: there he, are four versions of leather intrusion, <laughs> which, Marissa, I, I mean, he's in all four of them. Marissa,
4: so. can, I, can I explain to you how porn works? <laughs> the, the titles, you know how they have parts one through eight? They film all those at the same time. Yeah. They just film a bunch of scenes, and okay. they're like, all right, we can make like, I don't know, like eight of these from the scenes that we have, and they just pick them and, and kind of put them together. That's I, all factual. I there know. you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, I worked with porn star guys, for like six months. They're not, they're not like coming like, oh man, There's what are we gonna? gonna we can't think assistant. of what we're gonna come up with next. I
3: didn't know that. That's, that's awesome. Series, yeah. Um, this one is very clever. It's mechanics by day, <laughs> lube job by night by Bi. I, I think that's clever. I want to have a job making up porn. Movie names. My <laughs> favorite name I mean, is
4: Twenty One Hump Street. That's not a job, Marissa. That's not a job. <laughs> I,
3: I think it can be, and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it.
4: No one's gonna give you that job. I'm
3: sorry. There's
1: like shockingly good money in writing them too. I had a friend. Who really? Came, I had a friend Shit. in LA who literally paid for all of her grad school just writing
4: porn. Absolutely oh, man, just it. write all the fun, like, parody ones. Well, that's that's all I would do. She said it was, like,
1: a couple thousand dollars to write, like, literally ten pages. Shit, Because really? you would just write the dialogue scenes and then write, like, sex scene here and then, like, write the rest of stuff and, like, sex scene here. I wonder if you go
4: back and you watch... <laughs> I, I have our and you're second like, project. <laughs> I wonder if you go back and you watch the pornos and you're, like, you skip past all the fucking... You're just like, oh, it's I want to see, see my dialogue come to so, life. So there was a... <laughs>
1: there was a director uh, i can't remember his axel braun axel braun did these like porn parody things but he was like a super geek so he would only do them for like things that he was passionate about so like one was like a 60s batman porn that the he was like the only way i'm gonna do this is if you let me just shoot my own episode of a 60s batman movie that i can include as a sexless version as the bonus feature so like you could watch it as a porno, or you could go to the bonus features, <laughs> and it was just a 25-minute long Batman, like, 60s Batman. Oh, awesome. Amazing. Beautiful. This guy's like, my new hero. Beautiful. He pulled, like, one porn star out of retirement, and made him grow a mustache to play Joker, so that he could paint over top of his face, so that he had the Caesar Romero mustache underneath. Oh, wow. Like it was like he was so hyper crazy on details that when he did a Star Wars one, they they called him the Stanley Kubrick of porn because like they shot the cantina scene for like two hours, and then he just suddenly was like throw out all the footage, <laughs> and sure. they said why and he was we've been doing this all wrong. Luke is sitting on the right-hand side of Obi-Wan, but in the movie, he sits on the left-hand side. We have to switch spots and do it all over again. (laughs) He was like super hyper-focused on making it as close to the original movie as possible. I love it. I remember talking to him at a convention. He was like, Look, man. No one's going to hire me to make a Star Wars movie. So if my only way to make a Star Wars movie is to do a porn, I'm going to do the best damn Star Wars movie porn I can ever make. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah.
4: awesome. Well, I mean, Disney owns the property now, so yeah. you never know. Yeah, that's true. They'll hire anybody. Yeah. Except <laughs> they're to hire anybody too. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so
0: here's here's a question I want to pose because this is this is something I truly was trying to wrap my brain around, and I think we Merce and I we may have talked about this before. So here's my question: Evil Ed. And Brewster. hmm mm-hmm. Are they already friends? Are they, like, just, like, random acquaintances? Because I have Cause never been addicted. able to nail that down. That like Because when when Charlie needs help, like, he goes to Evil Ed. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he just goes, like, hey, can you get me a-? He rolls up to his house. He knows where he lives. He, like, bursts into his house, goes right into his room, and, you know, starts asking him for help. And then it's like, you know, don't call me evil. I, like, it's like, this weird, like... Are they friends? Do they just know about no, each other? No, Brewster's
3: like, a dick. I, like
1: so, fuck. I didn't want to bring up the remake again, but the remake actually, I think, did a way better job of explaining it. Yep. In the remake, the way that they did it was that Charlie was a dorky kid just like Evil Ed, but for some reason this hot, popular girl, Amy, showed an interest in him and he started hanging out with her and Evil Ed has felt like this abandonment Ever since that, like you chose this girl over me, and now I'm like a loner at school because you were my only friend, which I think is like the unspoken storyline in in the original, but they just never like come out and say that aspect.
4: I feel like like it's not that. I I feel like there's not that much serious like drama to it in the original, and it's just like, well, it's someone I'm friends with, but he's like weird and geeky, and I probably don't hang out with him all the time. But he doesn't care because he's in his own little world. (laughs)
1: Like I think we've all had like a few friends. I definitely have a few friends where it's like, look, I don't. I'm not going to hang out with you one on one, but. Like you're kind of crazy, and I like keeping you around in my life because you're. I think I am that person
3: because I don't think of anybody I know as that person. (laughs) (laughs) I think I am the evil end of the group. Okay, (laughs) Um, because if you don't know one, that means you are one, and I don't know an evil end. Like I am, I think I am that person. No, I think Evil Ed's character brings a lot of like pathos to the film. I, I, my heart breaks for him, and he willingly accepts. Being a vampire because he's so isolated and lonely and it yeah. always made me really sad. Yeah, but the,
4: the, the assumption is that he survives, so don't yeah. feel so bad for him.
3: Oh, I do. I, I don't know. I, I guess, but he's still like evil. I did even people who are his friends are mean to him. And yeah. that's one of, that's all part of my, I don't like Brewster as a character. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I, I like... He's just... A, I, it doesn't I mean, make sense why I don't like him. He's
4: a self-absorbed t- teenager. Like, I don't really think about it that much. I guess not.
1: I think it, I haven't watched it in a while, but, like, does Brewster have an eventual redemption of realizing that he was a bad person, or does May- he never... Maybe? Like I don't know. Like, I'm the, trying to remember like if this, that's like an element that he in the realizes remake, that he he's a better
3: up. person. Like I, I, maybe I just like the kid who played him or whatever. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anton Yelchin is a, I Yeah, think a good no, actor. yeah.
1: Great.
0: <laughs> I would say just his efforts to save Amy yeah. and like you know defeat the evil is his yeah. redemption. Maybe because,
3: Only because he wants to get laid, Jackie. I don't know. No, if you, <laughs> no. no, no trust me. I wouldn't like fight that. a
4: vampire
1: to get laid. There's other girls. No, exactly. <laughs> <it's> not- <laughs> She wouldn't even have sex with me, for God's sake! After <laughs> all that, she's got. It's that. like the argument I have with like fucking uh, Cloverfield. Like, you're gonna put all of your friends in danger for the girl who dumped you.
3: Mm-hmm. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That pissed me off too.
4: <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't understand why you think he's constantly trying to get laid. It's only that very first scene. Yeah.
1: I feel like you're judging a lot off of an opening. Scene. Oh, over the first <laughs> scene
4: where they're making out and he tr- keeps trying to touch her butt, and she's yeah. like, "Stop it!" Like that's all that happens. Like um, it's not like he's trying to touch her boobies. Yeah, he's trying to touch true. all the good stuff.
3: <laughs> In the butt. What?
4: <laughs> listen, listen. When you're making out, your hands, your hands got to wander because sometimes hands should be there. <laughs> I'm sorry. you're... I'm sorry. Do you do this when you make what, out with someone? Yeah. Uh, what, what, I, I'm trying to be respectful. I'm keeping my hands on don't. I don't, I don't want to offend Wait you. Wait
3: a minute. Girls, girls man, you're not going up and in to the butt while you're making out with her. I'm sorry. Up and in? No, I'm not saying. What
4: movie did you watch? Did you did watch what one in Porto's? Lendee? Wait a minute.
0: This isn't my category. Catacl- <laughs> you you watched you watch Leather and Treasure? Leather. And she
4: watched Hole in the Wall is what she watched.
0: I was like, where's the...
4: No seriously Marissa That's, that's it That's the hole There's just that one scene And then the rest of the movie he is, he is solely obsessed Because it Everything ramps up so quickly Yeah He sees his neighbor Well he sees that woman outside And he's like Oh she's super hot And then he sees her boobs Because he's being she a creeper
0: a I think she was a hooker Oh shit I thought Possibly. he picked her up At the dance club
4: um, he's, he's watching his neighbor Because he's a creeper And yes. he's being like Super weird spy Like he I don't know If he saw a rear window or what but he's creeping on his neighbor, and then he sees that he has fangs, and, and he's like, whoa, what the hell? He immediately he immediately forms a plan that he needs to stop his neighbor. His neighbor is in his house the next day just so he can do recon, and then he comes, breaks into the house later at night, and he's like, I'm going to kill you. And the only reason he doesn't kill him right then and there is because he has a cross or something. And, it, and no, he stabs is him that? with a pencil. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get you tomorrow. And then it, it only gets delayed by like one day, maybe two days. Like this movie is over the course of like two, maybe three days. That's it. Like everything happens really quickly.
1: Your impression of him saying, oh, I'm going to get you tomorrow makes it sound Ooh. like you 70 Sam attacked him. <laughs> <It's>
4: like... <laughs> you wascally
0: weapon. And you know what? Off of that scene, Charlie is a fucking idiot. Because Jerry said, look, leave me alone and I'll leave you alone. Now I don't know how far you can trust a vampire, but in that moment, I won't kill you if you stop messing with me. I'm like, you know what? Deal. Yeah. We're we're cool. You're like, why? Why would you not take that? Why? Because
4: he's obsessed with vampire movies, yeah. and he feels like he's on the side of justice. Well, I'm sorry if you disagree yeah, you with the character. Deal. The character's yeah, you, the character. Yeah, you make a few <laughs> deals with
1: them. You're like, listen, Jerry, just leave my mom alone, leave Amy alone, me alone. We're
4: good. Yeah. hey, I got a friend Ed. <laughs>
3: like, He'd be into this. Like...
4: But I mean, this guy's been watching like all these like vampire movies yeah. for, for years and years. Yeah. Like he clearly has a very defined idea of what a vampire is, and he does not trust them at all. So just... as soon as he finds out his neighbor's a vampire, he's like, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna take you down. I, think I believe... It's
1: so weird to be like obsessed with vampire movies specifically. Like it's such a weird thing to like, like because it feels like it's the only horror films <laughs> that he cares about.
4: There's a ton of them. Yeah, there you are. Know? I
1: mean, Hammer was making like Hammer four a year. Made,
4: yeah, like, I know. There's so many vampire <laughs> movies, so it's an easy thing to get obsessed with. When you like horror, like back in the, the mid-80s, like this was, there wasn't like slasher movies had just started. That's true. Like only like five years before that. So like, it wasn't like there was a ton of movies to go into. And you know what? Valid so, point. So?
3: All valid points. I definitely did not go through a hardcore vampire stage in high school where it got a little weird and I was too into it. That's I'm just throwing that out there. Well, that definitely didn't happen. These characters are
4: also like (laughs) ten years older than us, so.
0: I love the uh, Billy. 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 (laughs) No, uh, so Jerry's manservant (laughs) slash roommate.
3: Oh, also gay, right?
0: Possibly. I don't know. You know what? They've they've brought that up before, and I think. The director was quoted of saying, "It's just like that's them. Like yeah. you know, like take take whatever interpretation, you yeah, know, whatever interpretation you have of their relationship. Like sure, like well,
1: I think I mean I feel like that's just an homage to like a Renfield character. Like, yeah, it's just a person there's always is, like, there's obs- always
4: yeah. like a, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no go ahead. You're right. Like no, there's always obsessed. Exactly. Yeah. There's always like someone that he's got under his like a thrall basically that he uses to do his daytime things." Even in Salem's lot, like I was talking about earlier, there's there's that one character that's going out and like moving his casket around, getting him shipped, like he's got a business partner in Salem's lot, and that's the guy that's his thrall and is taking care of his stuff. And you know, you can read more into it if you want to, yeah. but it's basically the um, point man. is when you're a vampire, you can't do shit most of the time.
1: Yeah. It's the aspect of why I think as much as I like the cool, ugly vampires, they kind of need to be, like, suave and charming because they can't really do that much during a large <laughs> chunk of the day. So they need to be able to charm other people to do that shit for them. That's a exactly. good like, that. pay like, pay rent. Yeah. Grocery shop. That house was fantastic oh, and right. expensive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, I just love Billy. In, in the scene when the uh, when, when Charlie brings the cop for the very first time, and it's Billy, the cop, and Charlie... And the whole entire time, Charlie's like, "No, he's a vampire. He's a vampire." And Billy's face is just looking at the cop like, "No mm, yeah, mm. vampire." <laughs> his, he was hysterical. I uh, loved so Billy. This—he was super funny. Um, another
4: thing. His death scene is great too because he explodes into a bunch of an impossible number of bones, like yeah. a fucking like castlevania <laughs> skeleton. So, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's probably
1: my favorite death in this movie. The whole—it's so gooey. Oh. But <laughs> here's—yeah,
0: here's my question: What is he? Because when he dies, he starts to turn into green goo. Then he starts to turn into sand, and then he's an explosion of bones. Like, well, is he supposed to be a zombie? Well, or? if you want
4: to, if you want right. to, if you want to take the Lost Boys definition, every vampire dies differently, and that was just his preferred way of dying. Some of them explode, some of them implode, some of them explode into blood, some of them catching fire. Was he a vampire? S- well, then? so here's my theory on he, it. He gets stabbed in the heart, and that's what kills him.
1: What? My theory is and I feel like I remember this being part of vampire lore, but I don't care that much about vampires. Um, I think that the servant, a lot of the times, is like a half-vampire type thing, so they can live eternally as their, like, slave. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking that the whole, like, him melting down is like him de-aging throughout all, like, because maybe he's been Jerry's servant for, like, Thousands of years, yeah. so and maybe now it's he's, like he's the, aging out. Maybe he's
4: like, not a vampire, but maybe he's been sustained by the vampire's blood or something yeah. to keep him alive, not, or something like that. I don't know.
1: It's just fucking cool. That's it's all just cool looking.
4: <laughs> it's just cool looking. Like when um, what's his name? Like when uh, Chris Ryan turns to a bat. Like yeah. it's just cool looking. Just cool stuff happens my sometimes. Favorite
1: person turning into a bat sequence. Like yeah, it's like movie. a cartoon for a second, and <laughs> then
4: there's an animatronic, and you're like, whoa! So many things are happening. <laughs> I also like that um, Evil Ed turns into a doggy. Yeah. And that's pretty great.
0: But no, but then it just, it makes me so sad. Going back to something you said, Matt, about how Peter Vincent, how he plays it. He plays it, he plays the character like, okay, so he's an actor. And then Charlie comes up and he's like, hey, I need you to help me. And he's like, no, I'm an actor. And you're talking about like people dying. I'm scared. And he's genuinely scared. In that same vein, I think his reaction to killing Evil Ed he starts to cry, yeah. And Evil Ed reaches out for him, and you can see the indecision of his face: of do I reach out and hold his hand, but he just tried to kill me, so do I not? Like do I like his absolute anguish over just killing a kid, yeah. And then the indecision yeah. of just like do I hold his hand when he dies? Like I absolutely loved his reaction, and and Evil, it just makes me so sad.
1: Well, I think that's what makes this movie better than Lost Boys and a mm-hmm. lot of those other movies is that it has it has a lot of balance between horror comedy and elements of like human drama. human drama, like, dro-
4: like <laughs> pe- characters people act like people in this movie even though some of them are weirdos yeah. they still like make sense they, they're not just, like, a caricature of, like, a certain archetype person that we want in the movie. It's like, well, this is a real person, and, you know, it works because all the other elements around it.
1: Because, I guess, to compare it to Lost Boys, Lost Boys does have a bit of an element where all of the characters feel like Joel Schumacher's fantasy of what, like, a teenage boy is like in 1987, <laughs> mm-hmm. where, like, the reverse of that is, like, Fright Night, whether you like Brewster or you like Evil Ed, they both at least feel like people who exist in a world, mm-hmm. like... I know a Brewster, I know an Evil Ed, we can all, like, relate to a Peter Vincent. Whereas, like, I don't really relate to anybody in The Lost Boys, it's just, like, this fun character of, like, society. I think you're lying
3: about your relationship with the x man. (laughs) This (laughs) this,
4: This was my biggest problem with The Lost Boys, is that I couldn't connect with any, like, it just felt like I was watching, like, a cartoon or something, like, Like none of these people were real. They're like they're like a caricature of like they wanted. Okay, this we want punk rock vampires. So let's get all the costume together and stuff and give them cool lines and and just have them do all their shit. But it didn't feel like real, you know. And 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 Fright Night like everyone, even the vampires, feel like real and genuine. Like they they everything they do makes sense.
1: Yeah. Even Jerry's actions are very normal human actions. Mm -hmm. Like what Jackie was talking about. He's like, look, I don't want to kill you. You're my you're my next door neighbor. It's going to come back to me eventually. Like It's a pain in the ass for me it, to move around. Yeah, I don't want to have to leave me the move. fuck alone, <laughs> and I'll leave you alone. Like, it's the same way as if you were dealing with an obnoxious neighbor. Like, look, we got to deal with the fact that we live next door right. to each other, so let's just stay out of each other's way.
0: <laughs> and I, I know this isn't related to anything we've talked about yet, and both movies came out in the exact same year, but I just de- appreciate the, uh, the Doc Brown level of clocks that Jerry has in his house.
4: <laughs> that is an important time for a vampire to know, get the fuck downstairs. I
0: love it. That was like my first thought. And I'm like, oh I'm like, did they bite this off of Back to the Future? Or did Back to the Future bite it off of this movie? But they both came out at the same year. So I think it was just I, I think it was just a happy a it was happy coincidence. Something but was like, in that was... the water in 1985 <laughs> that everyone was like a
1: room filled with clocks. All the
0: clocks. <laughs> All of the clocks. Um and i also i liked okay so i'm assuming that amy and jerry had sex like i'm assuming she lost her virginity in the whole process of her turning into a vampire because to me it's that whole the age-old like vampire like the very sexualized like and how you know and the virgin and the vampire and the biting and the penetration i just assumed
3: not a good enough and i also feel like
1: in a weird, sadistic way, it's probably one of the most evil things that Jerry could do. Yeah, yeah like, like, it, it almost yeah. bothers
3: me yeah. to think that. Yeah. Like, yeah. He like, he takes
0: take one more thing that he took away from, oh, from, from Brewster. Brewster. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You're so cool, You're Brewster. So cool, Brewster. <laughs> my God.
0: Ed, actually, it's one of my favorite... I don't know why this is, like, the funniest line to me, but when Amy and um, when Amy and Evil Ed are in Peter Vincent's apartment the first time trying to convince him to come help them and Amy punches him, and he goes, Amy! Like, the way that he says Amy, I don't know why, but that just cracks me up, because she turns around and slugs him.
3: I liked that, I felt like one thing I liked about her character was that she kind of bought it before she had to. Like, she, support- she was a good girlfriend for all intents and purposes. She, like- she
4: needed more self-confidence. She, she gaslit the hell out of herself. (laughs) Like, he was was trying, he, like, totally, he totally blew her off in the first scene of the movie so he could watch horror movies. She got upset and ran away. And then, like, two days later, she's like, I'm sorry, I was wrong. It's like, don't gaslight yourself, okay, Amy? He was being a dick. <laughs> Listen, he needs to apologize to you. But he was already on vampire mode at that point, so it was too late to get to reach him in any kind of normal fashion.
0: I also think this movie over The Lost Boys has a much better soundtrack. False. I will,
4: I will,
1: I will probably disagree with that as well. Really? I really- yeah. I For, love the Lost Boys soundtrack. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm not not so much because to me, all I kept hearing was that same song over and over. And over, over yeah. Yeah. I felt like they used that way too much in the movie. Yeah. Where where this one, I, I thought I think that Fright Night has a better soundtrack. I don't remember any of the songs. Neither do I. That's yeah. the only
4: reason I'm not jumping to your uh, defense there, Jackie. Yeah, I, I, it might have
1: better music, but it definitely isn't me- more memorable. memorable right? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Because I, I can't That's tell, fair. I couldn't hum a single song that Me came out either. of Friday. No, yeah.
0: you know, I just I when you when your closing song has the same title, like I, I think this is one of those like wrote it for the movie kind of thing because they're closing <laughs> the <laughs> title <The> fight <laughs> <the> night <laughs> song. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know, just the song in the club. There's a song about the the children of the night when they first go in the dance club.
1: Oh, I don't. I know. Yeah, I don't. Honestly, no, I
0: couldn't hum it either. I just know that just upon viewing it. My thought was, right. I like the soundtrack better.
1: And I, and like, there are definitely, because I get that too, there's definitely movies where I'm like, man, the soundtrack's really, like, I saw The Spy Who Dumped Me Less, right? <laughs> Not good. But I remember while I was watching the movie, I'm like, man, this soundtrack's really good. I couldn't tell you why I thought that while I was watching the movie, though. But I was like, man, I'd buy this soundtrack.
3: Yeah, look, I feel like I have songs from the Lost Boys soundtrack on my like iTunes, whereas I don't, you know, like that's why I'm like, oh. I'll I definitively
1: this. have at least three songs from Lost Boys yeah, me too. on my computer. Yeah, Like, not even a question.
3: I will not skip the Lost Boys theme song when it comes on, like, when I'm randomly listening to music, embarrassingly.
0: Has anybody at the table seen Fright Night 2? Yes. Of course I have. Okay. I, I haven't. So I'm oh, out. Really? Now. So Neither have it's,
1: I. It's a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. But Uncle Rico plays a werewolf in this yes. one, too. Yes. What? <laughs> yeah, same year. Uh, cool. He was yeah. in two different movies playing a werewolf. What?
3: What's the other movie? Monster, Monster Squad. Squad. Oh, my God.
4: Uncle-, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Rico pops up a lot of places you wouldn't expect yeah. him to. It's because he I, finally
3: got the time travel down, I, right? Well, like... <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, <my bad>. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: the only difference between his werewolf in Monster Squad and his werewolf in Fright Night Two is he rides around on rollerblades, and Fright Night Two is a werewolf. Uh, it's a very I need to watch cheesy it. movie. Yeah, it, I'm down.
0: Is the is there any of the original cast in it? I think Bruce Yeah. And yeah. Amy. And Amy. Oh, yeah. cool. Because Amy's like a bigger role. In, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's supposed to be that like, if I recall correctly, it's that he's in college, but he still has like PTSD about vampire stuff, and everyone's like, "It's fine, it's over," and then like. The campus just gets taken over by, like, vampires and werewolves and, like, a bunch of other crazy stuff.
3: She gets, she gets real. That right? sounds <laughs> awesome. Yeah, man. it's yeah. definitely, it's definitely
1: it. nowhere near as good as the original. Yeah. Well, how could it be? Good, yeah, yeah. But it's a good, like, it's a good dumb. Yeah, you can't take it It's
3: good for what it I'll is, it I feel list. like. Yeah. Yeah. That
2: sounds fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So here's a quick question. So we talked about Lost Boys and we talked about Fright Night. I know that I have a couple, but, like, what are some of the other vampire movies that you guys really like? Either ones that are, like, serious... Or ones that are kind of in the same, like, goofy vein as these two?
4: I feel like the only ones that I really know are the serious ones. Oh, I no, mean, Jackie. Jackie likes bad ones, but... You about to say the Nick Cage one? No, no, kids? no but I think of, like... <laughs> I think of, like, the Bram Stoker's Dracula. I think of, um... I almost thought that I was going to <laughs> I think of Interview with the Vampire. I love Interview with the yeah, Vampire. I, I still haven't interview. seen Queen of the Damned. I would like to see that it's someday. It's terrible. Also, um, well, Aliyah, though... One that's in oh. the same
1: vein as these two that I love, and I feel like it's a very forgotten movie, is uh, My Best Friend is a Vampire. Yes, yeah, okay. I love that one. It's It's kind of... So the concept of that one is literally this kid is a pizza delivery boy, and a vampire invites him to her house to have sex with him, and she bites him, and he becomes a vampire. But it's like... It's that vampirism is totally fine. It's totally acceptable. You can be normal. You just have to wear a lot of sunscreen. Like, it kind of, like, goes against everything. And it's just him trying to get his friends and family to accept like this is who I am now and like I'm really sorry that you have to deal with this and it's like so like just low-key how it treats it that it's really funny and charming.
3: I've always taken it as an allegory for homosexuality. Yeah. Well
1: because his parents <laughs> think that he's gay because he's like going out to clubs at night yeah. and stuff and like the
3: parents are that there's like by. a
1: guy who like trains him on how to he's like this is a butcher he knows what we are he'll give you
4: the best pork, like pig blood that he has like it's just very
1: like. It
3: like irons out things it. you would never think yeah. of about <laughs> <laughs> <of laughs> like, like,
4: vampires. I I thought of a good vampire movie that I liked it's not serious well, Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: Buffy I... um god No 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 you first um, have you ever seen I think it's called Shadow of the Vampire oh yes great. Great. I, yes, yeah. I love that one I like Malkovich baby yeah. totally Malkovich. Malkovich I love it And Can not kill the script girl Willem Dafoe <laughs> everyone's it's great so fucking good that one Willem Dafoe is amazing how is Willem
4: Dafoe such a good actor <laughs> with <right>. that weird ass <laughs> face how does he like get like so many different places and why do his characters all feel different I don't Cause understand because when
1: you look like that you need to
4: know how to put we on some charm oh boy he's i i'm only starting to like come around on defoe, but he's a really amazing actor i don't know ways. how and he can do like
1: like he does amazing. comedy just as well as he does drama as well as he does he, scary. Can,
4: like, he can play like a really sweet father type he can play like a crazy out of his mind psychopath like he's all over the place. I have mixed feelings of the movie
1: as a whole, but I remember him always being the best element of Boondock Saints. Is yes. he just like the only reason to watch that
4: movie? Like, yeah, it's one of the, he's one of the only reasons yeah. to watch that movie. Just because what is what is he, he's like a gay cop or something? Yeah, and they and, never talk about it. It's yep. like addressed in one one or two like little all, like side things. I don't really like Boondock Saints as much as people seem to I, like it.
1: I think it was a movie at in college. I thought it was like the best thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. And then like over the years, I'm like, man, I think I only really like this movie because there's like two really well shot fight sequences and mm-hmm. Willem
4: Dafoe. I feel <laughs> like I feel like when people were watching Boondock Saints, I was still on like Lock, Sock and Snatch, and I was like, no, those are the good ones I good? I
1: actually <laughs> really like in that same like because uh, it was part of those like twittin Quentin, uh, Quentin Tarantino like wannabe movies. Is I always really like Go.
0: Like Go it's kind of
1: like Go. a Quentin Tarantino movie about like movies? ecstasy or something. Yeah, like, but it had like that. It was
4: like very was they Sarah Pauli. Yeah,
1: they very much wanted it to be a Quentin Tarantino movie, but I I like
4: it. I, I saw like it right. one time. I, I I think I liked it. Yeah, it's, it takes place at Christmas. I always I mean, remember that.
0: <laughs> I think we've talked about this recently. I think. I don't remember if it was actually on recording or off recording. Mm-hmm. But right now, one of the funniest vampire movies out there is what we do in the show. I was about to mention oh, that because yeah. they
1: hilarious. do the Lost Boys sequence. It's the
0: maggots. <laughs> 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 Would you like some spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, 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 watched that, I watched that like a couple months ago. And then I remember watching it like a couple weeks ago. And I literally found myself like the other night being like, should I watch this again? Like I do, I—that's I, one that the, I can put in a constant rotation. The, do you the know that one the,
4: the one, that one vampire, the one really like sweet one yeah. who like goes after the old lady at the end and wants to like get like stay with her until she passes on? Mm-hmm. He's the guy that directed Thor oh, Ragnarok, yeah. Yeah. and he's the like, he's the big rock guy. He's like, hey, how's it going, man? Oh, this is my friend over here. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't say much. he has got swords for hands. How's
0: it going? God,
1: Thor yeah. Ragnarok is such a fun movie, and I think. Uh, I,
0: I don't know what's going to happen with with Guardians of the Galaxy, but I hear that they're like... Twitter is lobbying for him to, if James Gunn take isn't coming back, back. Yeah. They, they, that he He's take over. That's <laughs> the only <laughs>
4: acceptable But I think it's kind of fucked because the, the only reason Guardians of the Galaxy is anything is because James Gunn planned out a three movie arc yeah. and it's like a reflection of his own life. Yeah. Like it's like, the story is very personal, so to give someone the third part and then it's going to be fucked up. It's going to be stupid.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. My,
3: my big um, vampire one that I feel like a lot of people don't know or appreciate is near dark i think that movie's fucking amazing
0: I, bill paxton forever. so mm. i
1: really like near dark but I've realized, for some reason, I remember that movie being like a party pleaser film, and it's very <laughs> yeah, much it's not, not. It's not. like it's like a watch by yourself. Totally. Like, like, I remember yeah. we were. I think it was the first time we ever did the live stream. We're like, oh, we should watch Near Dark, like, and wow. that's like how we kicked it off. And we we're like, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah.
3: It is. It's a like. It's a very intimate experience. Um, God, I'm sorry. You were. Well, I was gonna
1: say. Uh, I just wanted to shout out for what we do in the shadows, having probably one of the funniest lines. I've ever heard in a movie where they talk about why why they prefer virgin blood. <laughs> he says, "Let me give you an example. Think about a sandwich. Would you want to eat it if someone fucked it?" <laughs> like, <laughs>
4: <laughs> Marissa, did you see that movie yet? No, it's Oh, yeah, we it should is- watch that. Oh, should have we gone. have to it's watch so a good. terrible movie, but yeah. at some future date, we should watch What yeah, We Do really, in the Shadows. Yeah, I really got to watch it. It's so funny. It's we're so funny. <laughs> the Flight of Concords of
0: yeah. Yeah. Like we're, we're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> <laughs> <I> <laughs> Sounds it's, awesome, it's, it's, but... No, it is.
4: I don't even know how I stumbled upon I think that was just when I was looking for like new horror movies to watch, and for some reason really that came up. I'm like, this is like I thought it was just a horror movie, and I started watching. And I was, oh, it's Jemaine Clement! Yeah. <laughs> what, what's going on? Oh my God, this is amazing! Oh, so oh they keep funny. Nosferatu in the basement because he's too creepy and he freaks everyone out. <laughs> they just throw rats down there for him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they bring him like chickens. Yeah, like oh. live
4: chickens. They, they, he's got to stay in the basement because yeah. he creeps everyone out.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>, this is <laughs> definitely be me.
0: Um, <laughs> anything else for these movies? Um, uh, no, I love, uh, d- between the two, I'm always going to go for Fright Night, um, but I do enjoy both of them there. If you haven't seen them, I don't know why you would be listening to this podcast <laughs> yeah. if you haven't seen them, but uh, make sure you go out and see them because it's definitely, uh, it's going to be part of your horror education. I would say like, I feel like Lost
1: Boys, at least for a very specific time period, was like entry level horror. Like it's like, oh, you're getting into horror? You should check out this. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I feel like it was just... It is a it is a horror film built for teenagers who are starting to discover horror movies.
4: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just never. Maybe it wasn't vampire. Maybe vampires just didn't appeal to me when I was a kid. Maybe I thought they were kind of lame or something. I was
1: never into vampires except for Lost Boys for like the longest. I wanted,
4: I wanted monsters, tiny creatures, and horrible like violent slashers with people getting their faces chopped in half and stuff. Like that's what I wanted. And vampires are like it's too like it's too subtle and sexy. It too much like history (laughs) behind it. Like I was like this is for old people. (laughs) Pew. You know what? That is one. That is something that I noticed, and
0: I think I noticed it for the first time because I was kind of thinking about like in my notes and what we were going to talk about tonight and I was gonna say how the um, like the difference like if you look at like you know the original Dracula like Bela Lugosi how you know you've got this like royalty and he's got you know his fancy garb and he's got his you know cape and the whole line and what we think of a traditional like when when you dress up when you're a kid and you dress up like a vampire for halloween you get your you big get, vampire medal, you get your medal and you get <laughs> cape, and there's like the white shirt and i'm thinking okay well here's something completely different because you've got the lost boys who are like you know 80s punks with their whatever and then you've got jerry who you know he's in a sweater or whatever but then if you look i looked at him and he is in a trench coat for a whole, whole lot of the movie. Like, most of the end. And okay. it almost kind of seemed like an updated version of, like, the Bell Lugosi cape and everything because he had his trench coat and his scarf. Yep. And he had that on for, the like, most of the... Like, probably from the middle all the way to the end of the movie. And I realized that that was just kind of, like, a cool updated... Like, costume. Like, it's no longer the cape and the medallion with the... You now you, you're cool in your 80s, and you got your sweater, and you've got your scarf, and you've got your trench coat on.
1: I guess one last thing to say, because I just realized that I didn't mention this, and it should get mentioned, while well, not a full vampire movie, still scariest vampire of all time is the Dracula and Monster Squad. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: yeah. The scariest moment, I think we've, we've talked about it, the scariest moment is when, he's in mid, when he gets hurt in mid-transformation, and he's half bat, half... Actual so. vampire. It's the only part of that movie that actually ever scared me.
1: Meeting adjourned. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good.
0: Let's talk about Monster Squad again. It's still close enough for my birthday. Let's talk about Monster Squad. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, once again, we want to thank Matt for joining us. Matt, where can we find yes. you on the internet?
1: I'm all over the internet. Uh, podcast.com and HMNPodcast.com and I'm now the network manager for geekscape.net so go to geekscape.net That's where exciting. I uh, I manage all of their shows.
0: Dude, congrats. That's awesome. Thank you. Very cool. Yeah.
1: You're so cool, Kelly. <laughs> Real cool, Kelly. <laughs>
0: So don't forget to check us out on social media. Just search Jersey Ghouls and you can find us everywhere. You can also find our podcast pretty much on every podcast app that's out there. Just search Jersey Ghouls and you will find us and don't forget to check out our website. That's where you're going to find our podcast, our blog, and our movie reviews at JerseyGhouls.com
3: Also, I am involved with the Philadelphia Short Film Festival where I am branching out of my horror genre, blossoming like a flower, and doing comedy and local flavor. So if you are in the Philadelphia area and you have a good script or movie that you'd love to go get out there please submit to the Philadelphia Film Festival and don't tell anybody you know me so that it's it's not a conflict <laughs> <laughs> check out uh my my newest works are over at hardgeeklife.com we have tons of great game and film and television stuff going on over there and I just published a piece on a really good indie horror film for IFC for once hit it hit it out of the park it was a good one um so definitely check out hardgeeklife.com where you will find all kinds of awesome content and some writing by yours truly uh, bye bye Sometimes i
2: you're